Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Phone number here on a Tuesday afternoon, 913-586-7798. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, the actress known, well-known for being Wonder Woman, uh, is also behind this adult mac and cheese brand. Uh, that is getting some pretty big money behind it now. So we'll get to that here coming up. But first story this hour comes to us out of MSN. And if this is you, we want to talk to you. The headline on this was adults are ordering from kids menus to save money. Should they? It was out of the Washington Post. And it, it talks about how there are a ton of videos lately, particularly on TikTok. TikTok is really good for this anyway, about different ways to save money and different hacks and that kind of thing. And so there are a ton of videos that have come out lately offering hacks for saving money at restaurants. And they mostly involve people ordering from the kids menu. I'll be honest, I didn't pay a lot of attention to what kind of restaurants have kids menus, but there are a lot more. Why would I? But there are a lot more out there than I realized. So places like Olive Garden um, is offering some of those, um, some of the kids menus because they have such big portion sizes anyway. <laughs> and so there was a TikToker who said she got a $7 full meal from Olive Garden. And again, this was a kids menu, pasta, side of broccoli, drink, two breadsticks and a salad. And she said the salad isn't normally included, but they always bring one out to me. Uh, it's been viewed more than 1.2 million times. So there are just a ton of stories out there about this, about people that are realizing that you can just get the smaller portion sizes because you don't want the whole thing. You can get the Happy Meal or order off. And I think this applies more to like ordering off the kids menu at more of a sit down restaurant. A lot of the fast food restaurants have that kind of thing, have the kids meals, but this talks more about going into a sit down restaurant where they know you're an adult and ordering off the kids menu. Uh, they talked to this woman, Ashley Garrett, describes herself as a kids meal connoisseur on TikTok. What a title. She says almost every night she orders dinner off the kids menu from one of dozens of chain restaurants in her area. I think you get away with this more if you're doing it, if, if they don't see you in person, which is what she's doing. She's she's ordering in every night. And so the question has been asked, is this OK? Are you, um, is, is this cheating the system somehow, particularly if a menu, and it often will say this, um, my parents had a restaurant for a long time there. I think their menu was like 10 and under the age was or something like that. And in person, you can see how old the kid is. Although I cannot imagine a scenario in which a restaurant owner or a server is going to ask you, 
is that kid really young enough to be ordering? Did you bring your birth certificate? Yeah, did you bring your birth right. certificate to the McDonald's today? Yeah. Right. So they're they're never gonna ask. I, I just it would just be bad form to ever ask. And people could cheat the system that way. So the argument is, well, if they're not enforcing that age anyway, is there any reason why adults can't? No, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to save money. You know, I just want because it's my money too, right? I'm spending it on what I want to eat, what I want to get. What's wrong if there's no hard limit that they're setting where it explicitly says 10 and under can order off the kids menu? Yeah, let me order off the kids menu. It feels a little scammy. A little bit, but I don't think think I mean, personally, it wouldn't be enough food for me. I'm a bigger guy. I just need more food, I guess. I wouldn't be eating off the kids menu, but. So I'm just going to tell you what her list is. Um, This Ashley Garrett again, because she considers herself to be the connoisseur. And if you want to get in here, a lot of you are saying on the text line that you do this or that you would just like a smaller portion option. I get that. Um, I don't know how many restaurants do this now. I feel like this isn't as popular as it used to be. But it used to be you could do a full order of something and a half order of something. Like chicken or like the big, you know, pasta or something like, like that. I you see that a lot in diners and other yes. like bigger restaurants. Not like fast food, but other restaurants, you know, like yeah, sit like down places. Biscuits and gravy was right. something you could a do a half order. Yeah, I see a lot yeah. of breakfast food you see that. Yeah, why don't more restaurants, well, money's the reason, but why don't more restaurants offer smaller portion sizes for adults that don't want to take half of it home and don't want to eat the whole thing for whatever the reason is? Again, they're not going to do that. They would rather charge you for the bigger size and make you pay more. But it seems like, and absolutely, you can tell from the text line, there is absolutely demand for that. Um, yes, I know there's no law that says adults can't order and eat off kids menus, but they have kids menus for a reason. There is an age on that for a reason. They're charging you less. The woman that was in the story talked a lot about customizing, like she really puts the effort in. Um, and again, this is all up on TikTok. She analyzes restaurants offerings, looking for quality and generous portions. One of the biggest things she looks at is the ability to customize an order with a good selection of side dishes or options for picking burger toppings, for example. And she's got a list here. Uh, She ranks restaurants in terms of what's really good um, and what isn't for that. But is there anything wrong with that? And again, I, I would appeal to restaurants, if you don't want people doing this, offer some kind of option the petite option, whatever whatever you want to call it, that's a dumb name, but come up with a, a way to do it so that, you know, there's there's the $10 full and the $7 not full. 913-586-7798. We'll go to the phones here. Uh, Dina is first up out of Lawrence. Hey, Dina. Hi. I do was, you do this? I uh, was talking about that too, about, um, you know, offer smaller portions. Not everybody can eat large portion meals. So if Agreed. you don't want us ordering off your kid menus, then offer us a smaller portion meal to order because look around. America is obese, and it's because restaurants don't have these smaller portions to order from. We also, the U.S. is the worst offender of this. Um, if you go, particularly like if you go to Europe, people from Europe or from other countries will come to the U.S. and are baffled at how large our portion sizes are here. Right. Your stomach isn't that big. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but is there anything wrong with it? Again, it feels a little, little, little scammy to me. Just, just a little bit. I would still do it, but it feels a little wrong. I, I don't know. I do it, and a lot of times I just, I just tell them. I say I am an adult, but I want a smaller portioned meal. Can I order off the kids menu? You've asked that. I ask that. Yes, I do. What do they I do say? Ask. Um, most of the time, they said absolutely. And some restaurants have started the 55 and over menu, which is a smaller portioned meal. So that's interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah. But if you fall in between that, you're over 10 and under 55, you just have to eat big. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And usually the over 55 menu is cheaper. I mean, it's like the senior discount, too. Right. Right. Which is all, you know. So, yeah, I do. I have been honest with it. I just say, you know, I just want a smaller portion meal. Can I order off the kids menu? Okay. I like that. I like that approach. I like that they're being cool about it too. Um, A couple of you on the text line have suggested like splitting meals. If there's two of you and you can do that, if there's not, then you can't. What restaurants are counting on is that you'll just take the other half home. You'll just, you'll spend the full amount and just take the rest home. And I'm horrible at leftovers. So I do that and then just end up throwing it away. They don't care. Right. They just want you to pay the full price. So thanks a lot, Dina, for getting in here. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll keep going. Jill, next up out of Eudora. Hey, Jill. Hi there. I, you know, you get what you pay for. And if you pay less, you're going to get less food. So, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I'm 70, but, um, you know, and some places do have the senior menus, and then I, I'll order from that. But um, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. They're getting paid for what they're serving, and that's smaller portions. Fair enough. Thanks, Jill. Uh, appreciate Thanks. getting here. 913-586-7798. Uh, what I like that's coming in a lot on the text line is restaurants that don't have a problem with it, which is good. You don't want them to be jerky about it. You want them to be cool about it. Uh, let's see. Next up, Casey K to talk to Deanna. Hey, Deanna. Hi, Jamie. I, uh, the, the text line kind of stole my thunder because that's what I was getting ready to say. Well, that was me stealing you know, it from the text line, so go ahead. It's always just too much for one person, and that's what we tell them. And we ask them to bring an extra plate because we're just going to share this. And we've done it for years. So, so text line just said. No leftovers. It doesn't cost you as much, you know. Um, yeah, so Texan just said, do you encounter this at all? Because it's been a while since I've split a meal. There are restaurants that will charge you the split plate charge. Again, this is all oh, about yeah. money. They don't want you to just share a meal. They'll do the split, no, the we, split they, plate I've charge. No, I've never been charged extra for it. They just, they always gladly um, work with us. They just put it on one plate, then we split it up ourselves. They just bring an empty plate for us. Interesting. All right. Thanks a lot for the call here. 913-586-7798 if you want to get in. Boy, a lot of you are coming on the text line. We'll uh, take a break. We'll get to more of your comments next on KMBZ. Oh, the names are starting to come in of who could end up replacing Aaron Rodgers on the uh, on the Jets. If you missed that story earlier today, uh, he did, in fact, tear his Achilles tendon. He is going to be out for the season. Names are starting to come up. Daily Mail's got one. We'll get to that coming up uh, here in just a couple of minutes. I do not follow Gal Gadot on Instagram, known for being Wonder Woman, among many other things. So I did not know that she is an investor in this company called Goodles, G-O-O-D-L-E-S. She's a founding partner there. And her goal for a while, and now it's picking up some traction because she's getting some money to help do it. 
her goal now is to make adult mac and cheese. When I heard the story, I thought adult mac and cheese meant like if you order mac and cheese in a nice restaurant, it's got lobster in it or something like that. Like take it, take it out of the that not natural orange yellow color that kids like and make it something that looks like real cheese. Like you'll get like do real cheese. And no, that's not what she's talking about. Uh, and I'm this is her word, not mine. But the goal is to make mac and cheese that is gooder which pains me for that word to come out of my mouth, Colin, I know you too, but with more nutritional value than regular mac and cheese. Is there a market for this? For, for the adults listening, those of you who like mac and cheese, admittedly not my thing, is there a market for mac and cheese that is healthier than the stuff your kids I mean, eat? Doesn't Kraft just have the vice grip on the market at this point? Like, is anybody else going to buy anything other than the Kraft mac and cheese? Or like the generic brand. Right. I mean, you can buy that generic brand at Aldi for less than a dollar a box because I also assume this will be more expensive. Of course it will yeah, be because absolutely. it's healthier. That's what I like. I look at the box from the website or the article that I'm reading about it and mm -hmm. it looks just like the craft stuff or like the other non-generic whatever mac and cheese. But I'm going to guess that the price is going to be shot through the roof. And if I can get you know, five boxes of Kraft Mac and Cheese for $3 or whatever it is at the store. Like, why would I go buy one box for however much they're going to charge for this? So apparently there's some of this already out there, but now she's getting money to do more with it. The reviews are okay. Not amazing. Um, I just clicked on it because you can get it on Amazon for four bucks a box. Um, or Whole Foods has got it also. Again, it's normally a dollar a box. So do we as adults have that much of an appetite for mac and cheese or for kid food, because we can even broaden this out, that you want a healthier version of it so that you can do it guilt-free? Um, to give you an idea of what healthier means, one serving contains six grams of dietary fiber, 15 grams of protein is a lot, and a ton of vitamins. Um, here was one review. The big selling point is the pasta. These little craft-esque curls of macaroni are delightfully chewy, flavorful, and filling. And they say it's not that far off from fresh pasta. Okay, that guy gave it a seven and a half. Um, others are talking about same great pasta as Chetty Mac, just a different shape. Is there, is there a market for this? And are there other foods that we used to eat a lot of as a kid that if there was a healthier version of you would you would consume like pop tarts are the first thing that come to mind i don't know when was the last time you had a pop tart but one serving is half of that package not the whole thing and most of us eat the whole thing and that is five or six hundred calories in in just a package of those so i'm never buying that i mean that that's where i just say okay that's that's more than that's not worth that um but if there was a healthier version of that that gets me in the same ballpark would I pay more for the thing that is is the healthier version of it? And if so, what? Um, a couple of you said I'd rather just make it myself and make it 10 times better than anything that would ever come out of a box. Um, so, okay, yeah, except that that's going to take you longer than, than just doing it straight out of the box. So is there anything that you wish there were healthier versions of? Anything that we're, um. that we're looking for? I'm not sure. I'm looking at the the nutritional facts of it. I think the biggest thing with the the goodles 
whatever they're calling it, mac and cheese, is they have 14 grams of protein per serving versus the nine grams uh-huh. or like craft is what they have. Uh, yeah. It's a little higher in calories than craft is. Um, everything else seems pretty similar though. It's a little higher in it's it's just a little bit higher in everything, I think, than what Kraft and what the non-generic brands are. I'm going to assume the ingredients in this are better, in part because it's being sold at Whole Foods. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't have the new, I don't have the list in front of me, but I'm going to assume that the ingredients in this are better than if you just buy the box out of the. Like, I assume the sodium count's probably lower because that's one of the big complaints about that powdered cheese is that it's ridiculously high in sodium Sodium count is 590 milligrams in which one in the goodles i assume that's still ridiculous that's still pretty high though um that's cheese though there's just a lot of sodium that comes with that process so um somebody just said the 15 grams of protein is what sold me that might sell me too quite frankly especially if there's something i can do to it to make it a little more, I mean, sitting in front of a protein bar right now that has um, 20 grams of protein in it. So that's pretty good for mac and cheese, if that's something that that interests you. So she has got investors, Goodles is what it's called, um, and it, it will be healthier for you if that is something that you have interest in. All right, uh, we will take a break here. We'll be back in the next half hour here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. So it's only been four or five hours since we learned officially that Aaron Rodgers did, in fact, tear his Achilles tendon. If you missed that last night, that was like the fourth play of the game last night with the Jets, and it didn't look good. And there were even comments. He hadn't even had the MRI yet. And there were members of that team that were saying, yeah, it's we can't confirm it yet, but it doesn't look good. So he tore the Achilles tendon. There's no way he plays this season. And there's talk about whether this has ended his career at age 39. So, of course, now the talk of the Internet is who will replace him on the Jets. So the first question I'll ask Colin is, is there anybody on the team right now primed to replace him? Yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson is the guy. As of right now, be with that what you will. Uh, He was the second overall pick (laughs) a few years ago. Not super great as a starter. He wasn't very NFL ready. And he was just kind of thrown into the fire and said, all right, start slinging that thing and we'll see what happens. And it did not happen. So 
Okay, so with that, names are being thrown around, like Tom Brady, who retired. Which would and- be hilarious. I would laugh four days, four days and weeks and months throughout the entire season if he were to unretire again and come <laughs> play for the Jets. But he's available, which I think is all we're looking for right now is, is who's available. So the Daily Mail had this then, um, that the guy that is looking at a return the agent for Colin Kaepernick has reached out to the Jets about replacing Aaron Rodgers. We had to look some of this up during the break a little bit. Uh, Colin Kaepernick has been without a team since 2016 and is 35 years old. What are the chances of this actually happening? Pretty low. He tried to come back a few years ago with a few other teams. Um, I don't see it happening. He had a decent career as a starter. Um, and then just kind of fell off. Google doesn't even list him as a quarterback anymore as an NFL player. They label him as a, where's the official title that I found? Google says he is an American civil rights activist. He's not even labeled as, as an NFL player or a former player anymore. Wikipedia still calls him an American football player in his title. Oh, no, you're right. They lead with civil rights activist. You're absolutely right. Because he, he was the one American, that yeah. led the charge in taking the knee during the national anthem, which was yep. a whole thing that pretty much derailed his entire career. So the question I just ask is, has he stayed healthy since 2016? Oh, for sure. Yeah. In he's he's been working out every, every summer. You'll see some video of him working out with a former receiver, another former player saying, yep, I'm coming back this year. Just give me a chance. Somebody bring me in, give me an opportunity to make something happen. And nobody ever does. Cause they don't want to deal with the, eyeball the the optics of what happened with him mm-hmm. leaving the league in the first place and just not wanting to have to deal with all that off the field drama any other names i should know and get to know before this decision is made at some point as of right now probably not they're yeah. gonna rock with zach wilson for the foreseeable future i think at this point unless there's another young guy that they want to bring in <laughs> i just doesn't seem good doesn't seem good at all. Fantastic. All right. So we'll keep you posted. It's some a couple of you have said he's a bad quarterback. <laughs> anyway, so that would be another reason not to have him. Again, Daily Mail is the only one that has it so far. But of course, now the names are starting to be sick. The names and the opinions about the names are all over the place. So we'll see what else uh, what else comes out of that. All right. Switching gears here. Uh, WGN just posted this story out of the hill.com. And I need... I need Lyft and Uber drivers to educate me a little bit about this. Um, So Lyft today announced a new feature allowing women and non-binary drivers to match with women and non-binary riders. The question I can't get an answer to is whether Uber already does this. I'm seeing both things online. Um, But the Lyft service is calling this Women Plus Connect offers women and uh, non-binary drivers the chance to prioritize matches with other nearby women and non-binary riders. Assuming, of course, that those are available. Assuming, of course, that you have women that are available who are looking for rides or as drivers. Uh, So when the feature goes live, they said uh, you'll be prompted to select a count me in in their apps, increasing the chances of being matched with their preferred drivers. Uh, Lyft said if there are no women or non-binary riders nearby, drivers with a preference will still be matched with men 
because there's no guarantee, again, that you're going to have um, those drivers available. And it makes sense. There's a ton of stats in here about surveys that they have done saying the number of um, women and the number of reports that Lyft has gotten about sexual assaults that happened during their trips. Um, and it didn't, it's interesting because there was a report in this that said it got over 4,000 reports of sexual assaults during trips from 2017 to 2019, but it did not specify if those assaults happened to drivers or passengers, which I think is interesting. 913-586-7798. First of all, somebody tell me whether Uber does this. I don't take Uber. I don't think so. I took, I took both Uber and Lyft over the weekend because I was out of town. I didn't see either of them with that option. So I don't think Uber does this. And if that's true, then it's a big deal that Lyft did this first and that, and that Uber hadn't done it yet. But I ask women listening, would you be more inclined to take a ride, take a ride share if you knew your driver was going to be female? Um, and frankly, if you drive for Uber or Lyft, would you rather have a female passenger if you could? They said only about a fourth of their drivers are female, which plays out. Every time I take an Uber or Lyft, it's almost always, almost always male. Um, how do we feel about that? I, I have done Uber and Lyft a lot, not as much here, but more so when I travel. It is mostly male drivers. I have never once felt unsafe or uncomfortable. There's never been an occasion where I've ever taken a ride on a ride sharing app where I thought I would rather this be a woman. But admittedly, if I had that option, I would probably choose it. It also makes me wonder, will you get, I don't know if um, Uber and Lyft are trying to get more women as drivers, but this would do it. I mean, if they knew that they were going to be safer while they were doing their rides, my guess is that you would get more women to be inclined to drive. I mean, I've joked before that I love to drive and have free time, like in the afternoon. I could totally see, you know, just going out and, and getting extra play money to go out and do something like that. But I don't want to deal with, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be in trouble. It just doesn't seem like that's worth it. So is there a demand for this? Is, is that something that you would take as a female? Um, or do you even think about it? Is it even something that makes you nervous when you get into, into a vehicle? I'm trying to think of what, if I were to get into an Uber or Lyft with a male driver, what about it? It would make me uneasy with a male driver. More, for, more so for me, it's gonna be like time of night and, and where I'm going and where I'm coming from. But having a male driver alone isn't enough to make me feel unsafe. 913-586-7798. Um, some of you were just going off about female riders and drive. Talk to me about having the option to have a woman on one side or the other. Yes, the, the non-binary part is there also, um, which is them being um, a little more open and, and just trying to be a wider appeal. Uh, initially, they are going to roll this out for early access, not here, but they're going to do it in Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and San Jose, and then they are going to launch it into more cities in the future. So I, I assume this will be immensely popular. My guess is that those are the cities where they know they have the highest percentage of female drivers anyway, because they know then that you have more drivers in that pool. I also wonder if they're going to work it in a way where they give you the option, if you're not in a really, really big hurry, if they give the option to say, we can get you a female driver, 
she's got two other rides ahead of you if you are willing to wait 20 minutes. And if you're not, then we give you a male driver if that would be um, if that would be something more appealing. Yeah, I'm seeing conflicting stories about what Uber does. I've got one version of this that says they did the um, the women rider preference feature that they launched in 2022, but this might be like out of the UK. I can totally see this working here. Um, Texter says, I drive for Uber and I haven't seen the option yet. Uh, it'll increase the wait times for everyone. Why would it increase the wait times for everyone? Um, because again, if you're female, what they say is that they don't guarantee you a male driver. They don't guarantee you a female driver just because you ask for one. So if, if you can give me more detail about that, about why you think it would increase the wait times, um, I'd be curious to know. 913-586-7798. If you want in on this one, we'll wrap with more of your comments next here on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. All right, if you have been watching downtown, if you um, head that way, it's hard to miss the fact that this Penway Point Ferris wheel uh, is going up. You'll see it right off 35. Uh, it's almost done. It's a couple of months before we get the first public rides. It'll be November. We don't have an exact uh, an exact date yet, but it's easy to see uh, from east of the interstate just after Penn Valley Park. And so there are updates on it uh, in the next month. They're going to hang um, the climate controlled gondolas and there are renderings that show what this is going to look like and then more amenities are expected to open um, in early 2024. 216 people can ride on this thing at one time. And I just want to talk about there was something that was um, in part of a headline, but the details are way deep in this Fox 4 story about what you are going to be able to use this Ferris wheel for. So they said, um, again, it'll start taking riders in November. And at that time, the lighting will also match surrounding theme nights, like we know Union Station to do sometimes, where Chiefs game, they'll do Red Friday. And so it'll it'll light up in red. It can also be programmed for other uses, like gender reveals, because we need more ways to do this. Now, this way isn't dangerous, obviously, and I would love to know what this costs, but it's not in here yet. <clears throat> so they said, you and your friends and family can come out and you'll watch a show and you'll wait, and then that wheel will turn either pink or blue as a way to announce your gender reveal. And I, um, creative, I guess, and I can't think of where else in town you could do something like that, where you could rent and, and like, you can't call Union Station and get them to change the colors for your, for your private purposes. But I was just surprised <laughs> that in the list of themes that they could use for, Breast Cancer Awareness Month or whatever it happens to be that you want to light that Ferris wheel in, that the gender reveal is going to be one of the potential uses of that. And if that is something that you would pay money for, do tell how much you would pay. Yeah, because it makes money. That's that's why they would do it, how ridiculous it is. But Oh, how quickly because, you've learned. Because yes. it will bring in money. There you go. And there must be a demand for that. There must Again, I can think of a list of 50 things that you could light that Ferris wheel in because we have a day for everything, you know? And so you could, when the Royals play, you turn it blue, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. But in terms of private, like, like it's one thing to just make it red for red Friday, but yes, this is selling the lighting to somebody that wants to announce their gender. 
And so it must be this big public thing where everybody around must know what's going on also, because they're on that thing going, why is it changing from whatever lights it normally is to pink or blue? It just was a strange. Why stop with the Ferris wheel? Let's start doing it with that big giant ball in Vegas. You seen that thing? Remind me, it's been a while. I don't know. It's this new thing. They put up this giant sphere and you can put a bunch of different images and pictures and videos. Super weird. But why stop with the Ferris wheel and just get more weird? I'm looking this up now so that I, oh, you are totally correct. Okay. Um, sphere, immersive shows, concerts, and events in Las Vegas. I want to know where else can you rent out and spend money on a public attraction like that? for I, I don't i don't have another idea besides but like what else can you do that where the where the color that you light it up makes a difference like um one of the things that comes to mind is like i was my my high school was the hersher tigers black and, and orange were our colors if our high school football team was not great but if they were and they won you know won a big game or could you change the colors to match that team or something but that's still not private School's still not paying for that. So the person that just said green and yellow is when the Packers play. I don't think anybody's going to do that here. That I suspect that's not going to happen. Anyway, I just, I, at some point we will find out exactly how much this costs. Because it's absolutely, absolutely about money. Let's find out. But it'll be super cool once it goes up. It's cool to see it go up. Somebody just asked, is it public? Yeah, it's huge. The Ferris wheel's massive. Yeah, it's absolutely public. Oh, well, um, I don't know exactly what you're asking. I assume you as a person pay money for to be able to do that. Um, there would be no other reason for them to do that. Um, it is a public viewing, but it's you privately paying for it. Public is in everyone can write it or private is in you can lock it down for an event. Maybe, Both. I public as in everyone can write it. Private as in you can pay to get the colors a certain mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. So to I know address, a lot to of, address that text, maybe. Yes. I know a lot of you are going off about the p gender reveal. I get it, but people do it and there's a demand for it. So, um, but yeah, in November is when they'll start uh, taking public rides on that Ferris wheel. Okay. Uh, NPR had this next story here out of Australia where they are trying to figure out what to do with an abundance of feral cats that are running around. And so they're tossing around some ideas I want to talk about for a second. Um, they're looking at all kinds of new strategies. They're looking at regional laws to try to, to, try to rein that in. Um, and and there's, they say it's one of the biggest threats to native wildlife there. Um, and so they're talking about how to reduce the number of feral cats. One of the things that they are suggesting is regional laws that would impose curfews on pet cats, um, which is confusing to me because uh, unless the concern is that the pet cat that you let outside mates with the feral ones, and then we have more of a feral cat population. I've never heard the term curfew on a pet cat before, but that's one of the things that they're looking at. And then requiring owners keep their pets indoors. What I don't like about this is that you are putting the burden of controlling the feral cat population on pet owners instead of trying to do something more like try to catch them and trap them and then spay or neuter them. Instead of doing that, you're putting more of a burden on 
pet owners, our, our cats were outside cats. Ours always went outside. Yeah, this just seems like an easy way to put the responsibility and the blame on everyone else so you don't have to do the work yourself, you know? Yeah. And they said, we are declaring war on feral cats. Who is this guy? Um, oh, Tanya. Should he, okay, so they are declaring war on feral cats. Victoria allows councils to mandate that pet cats be kept inside during certain hours. And the Australian Capital Territory sets a curfew for cats purchased after July 1st. Why certain hours? Are cats more likely to breed during certain hours of the day? That makes zero sense to me. If you know more about cats than I do. Yeah, I don't know if I want to search that on, hours? on my work computer or my personal <laughs> computer for that matter. I mean, just Google, do cats breed more? I don't even know what the biology behind that would be about what would make that true, but there must be, there must be something behind that. Um, yeah, I, I, I would just think if you have enough of a concern about it in areas where you have people that have pet cats, then you should be able to find the feral cats, trap them, neuter them, spay them, unless you don't want to spend the money on that. Phone lines are ringing. Somebody, somebody's going to educate me a little bit. Unless this is about you don't want to spend the money to do that service, and so it's easier to tell pet owners, keep your cats inside during a certain time of day. Okay. Thank you, text line. Okay, but this doesn't say at night. A couple of you have said cats are nocturnal creatures, and they tend to breed at night more. This doesn't say keep them inside at night, um, but it's not that specific about it. So they're not going to breed during the day. They're not going to, if you let them out during the day, they're not going to, they're not going to be out and about at that time. I've never heard of a cat curfew. So uh, if you think this would work, 913-586-7798. Uh, Eric has called us up at a Raymore. Hey, Eric. Hey, what's going on, man? How you Hi. doing? Great. It fascinates me how these politicians always throw the blame on the owner <laughs> of cats. Mm -hmm. Similar to gun control. They want to put the gun. They want to create gun laws to target gun owners who are responsible. Just like pet owners are responsible for their pets. Guess what? You need to target the problem. Not everything else around it. It just don't make sense. You're going to go after pet owners and put a curfew on their cats. Somebody got to be crazy. <laughs> so what do you think they should do? What do you do, though, about feral cats to get the population traps. under control? Traps. You need to put traps out. You need to get animal control to put cats out. I mean, traps out to catch those those cats, feral cats. That's it. Simple. Yeah. Manpower. Taxpayers. I mean, yeah, you money. some taxpayer money. Yes. Money. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I agree with your idea. I'm on board, but I, I'm sure this is a money issue. It is always. It's always about money. But I hate when our politicians blame other avenues instead of talking the source. The cats are, are multiplying. So what you need to do is set up some traps. Manpower. That's it. You catch them. Guess what? You're in the, the population stroke. We'll pass it on. I, I appreciate it, Eric. Thanks a bunch. Yes, some of you have said our cat becomes a stray playboy cat at night. I think we're understanding the point behind that then. All right, thanks to everybody for getting in here. 
coming up, we will return to a story about the September 11th terror attacks. You have a guy whose life was saved by an employee. It's what he's now done with that employee that's making news. We'll get to that in the next hour here on KMBZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.